Hello, I'm Dr. Steve Feldman, and I'll be discussing association between an itch-free state in atopic dermatitis treated with ruxolitinib cream and systemic inflammatory mediators presented by Dr. Owens and colleagues at the 2020 American Academy of Dermatology Virtual Annual Meeting. To summarize, patients who achieved an itch-free state with topical ruxolitinib mostly experienced greater decreases in inflammatory mediators than those treated with triamcinolone 0.1% or vehicle. More patients in the ruxolitinib twice-daily cohort achieved the itch-free state, followed by the once-daily cohort. The importance of this is that atopic dermatitis is a chronic inflammatory skin disease characterized by substantial pruritus. Topical ruxolitinib offers therapeutic benefit, and this study confirms that the reduction in itch is correlated with reductions in the inflammatory process. This study involved a sub-analysis of a trial involving 307 patients randomized to ruxolitinib administered once or twice daily at strengths ranging from 0.1% to 1.5% for eight weeks, or to triamcinolone 0.1% cream twice daily for four weeks, followed by vehicle for four weeks, or to vehicle administered twice daily for eight weeks. The sub-analysis involved 89 patients with data and sera in the intent to treat population. Patient reported itch was assessed daily with a numeric rating scale or NRS, which went from zero to 10. An itch-free state was defined as an NRS score of zero or one at week eight. The full change from baseline to week eight of 1,012 different proteins was evaluated for each patient and comparisons were made between the itch-free and the non-itch-free participants using a two-sample t-test. Here are the key study findings. The greatest percent of patients achieving itch-free outcome occurred with the highest topical ruxolitinib dose. 22 patients were itch-free at week eight, whereas 67 were not. 15 proteins were more downregulated in the itch-free patients compared to those who were not itch-free. Some of those downregulated proteins were the ALDH3A1, CES2, TMPRSS15, TYMP, and LEP. Four proteins were more upregulated in itch-free patients. Among these, Neurotropin-4 was the only top protein listed to experience more upregulation in the itch-free patients. Here are my thoughts and analysis of the study. Let's talk first about the main points of the study. Uh, first, topical ruxolitinib is effective for AD and is particularly effective at reducing itch. The number of itch-free patients exceeded that of triamcinolone-treated group, but as I understand it, we have to keep in mind that the triamcinolone was only used for four weeks. So patients in the triamcinolone arm were off the triamcinolone for four weeks at the eight-week evaluation for being itch-free. How will this affect our current management? Well, until topical ruxolitinib is available, this study won't have a big impact on management. Some people may look at the findings and think that the results support the idea that we should be targeting getting patients completely clear of itch as an outcome. How will this affect our future management? Well, I think these findings are supportive of using a topical or perhaps even systemic JAK inhibitor for those patients 
who are suffering with itch due to atopic dermatitis. What questions remain unanswered? Well, one of the unanswered questions is quite practical. Will insurers cover the product if it's approved? If insurers were to only improve topical rixolitinum when patients have failed a topical steroid or two first, the patient population that would be receiving this drug might be highly selective for patients who have resistant disease. And that could mean resistance to good treatment compliance. And that might mean that the drug in real life practice might not be as effective in the people in whom we use it as it was in the clinical trial. 